Hey legends, and welcome to the Beers and Bikes Show. I'm Dave Bacon. I'll be your host, joined by the 2021 State Enduro Champion, Charlie Creech. We have the 2020 Kalgoorlie Desert Race winner, Blair Outram, and a very special good day to our production manager, Josh Parker, who's running around like a headless chook, camera in hand tonight. Lads, how are we? Yeah, good, mate. Good to be here. Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Guys, we have a special show tonight as we are down at the Electric Avenue here at Empire Cycles, and we are joined by the legends that are embarking on a joint venture bringing the mighty Stark Varg electric motorcycle to uh, Western Australia. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you the Empire motorcycle team. We have Dave Long, Chris Clark, and of course, Josh Sheen. Boys, how are we? Great. Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Let's keep these mics nice and close to your mouth. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. I want to see your lips tickling the black bit, please. (laughs) Yeah, it's good to be here. Good to... It's it's an exciting conversation whenever we're talking about these bikes, so we're excited. Exactly. We've got a lot to rip into. There's lots of questions and, uh, man, what you guys are about to embark on bloody is just, yeah, tickling me a little bit. I'm a little bit excited by it. Um, We've also got mention of Philip Lykelot or... Floppy, as everyone knows him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Floppy. Yeah. Floppy. <laughs> just floppy. Yep. We don't know who Philip like yeah. is either. F- Philip? <laughs> um, he's obviously out with pepperoni tonight. Yeah, he's a COVID. So he's down. He's, uh, yeah, he's crook as a dog. Got the dirty bat flu. No good. No yep. good. Gone through the family. Kids kids are bound to get it. Yeah, that's it. Kids, they'll do that. Um, guys, welcome to the show. Stoked to have you on. Um, we've been seeing a lot on the socials about... Uh, Empire Motorcycles, the Stark Varg, and everything that you guys are embarking on. Um, let's just start at the beginning. How did we come about Empire Motorcycles and the partnership between you four? Started probably floppy, wasn't floppy. it? The idea. <laughs> yeah. Floppy's always he's got his finger on the pulse of <laughs> everything going on, and you know he spends a bit of time on his phone, and yep. yeah, he's often often coming out with these ideas like, oh, I should try this or try that, and and uh, you know we've all we've all heard about it or heard the story of Stark and these new Vargs coming out and and then he just he was listening to the podcast with Anton and um, Liesky and he just said he thought you know we should try it you know why and, not let's uh, get yeah. involved yeah and um, yeah, he called me uh, pretty excited and yeah I think I think we should do it and I thought, yeah actually sounds good you know I, I've been waiting for electric bikes to come out for a while just to just to see the. Yeah, the potential, the yeah, capabilities, yep. and uh, yeah, and then he mentioned Clarky. He said, "Yep, yep, you know, he's got a bike store. He's got some knowledge, and he's yeah, I think we should um, uh, chat to Longy as well." And actually, it was, it was funny <laughs> though. We were talking about it, and you know, because Longy, you know, Empire Cycles, we've <laughs> a lot of people have heard about Specialized. There's a lot of e-bikes going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And then the old Electric Empire. Yeah, it was. You know, Somehow, within a couple of minutes of talking about Longy, when I caught up with with um, Floppy and Clarky, and then um, did, you, did you? We were talking to Longy anyway. It was straight away. It was like six cents. Just clicked, we just just, yeah, all the on the same, same page. And, eh? yeah. So we just thought, why not? Well, it's such a powerful brand that Longy's built with Empire and WA already. Um, I'm going to assume that you're one of the highest selling Levo dealers in West Australia, if not Australia, type thing. Um, so when you think e-bikes, you, you think Empire. So e-motorbikes, well, hey, the recipe's there, isn't it? Well, so there's four parts to this this venture. Um, so we've got Longy, who's going to be the, the shop front. 
Yeah, the shop front. Empire Motorcycles shop front. Where you're sitting. Yep. Sheeny. I'm guessing you're just going to be throwing these things sideways, upside down and all around. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully we'll, the plan, yep. Yeah, yeah, a little little while off, but I can't wait to throw a leg over one. Yep. Chris? So we have uh, Chain Reaction Motorcycles, which is literally 5Ks away, so we'll be the assembly centre uh, for these motorcycles when they come in, and then also Mechanical Workshop for, yep. for that. Um, and Phil, I guess, is, is the fourth key to this, and um, he's this passion has always been to have a ride park that's what he's always wanted to do so that's what this is we're, we're trying to make this uh, empire motorcycle so to speak a complete customer experience so not just a bike shop where oh yep another guy's got a bike they're out the door no no it's and it especially goes hand in hand with what long he's done you guys have all seen it you know over the years so it's um we just want to really encapsulate that as well yeah absolutely and it's such a um it's an area in west australia that we're missing is places to ride you know, legally and, and safely and, you know, good prep tracks and stuff like that. So Empire Park just sounds like the, you know, the go for that. And it's in God's country too. Absolute, you know, hero dirt down there. Yeah, beautiful down there. We're pretty excited. And conveniently, basically, it uh, we've got about 100, metre, 100 metres of fence line, adjacent fence line. So yep. I can just drive across from the back of our property over to Floppies. Just get your jeans caught in the barbed wire fence as you pop over, eh? <laughs> That's it. No, just your monster trackies, down. as we see, eh? <laughs> yeah. Don't get yeah, that monster caught in the fence, though, eh? Look down there. Don't want that. That's no good for you. Um, so, uh, Stark Bug, right? Uh, it's going to be the most powerful dirt bike power to weight or just full stop 80 horsepower i believe is the claim there's two two versions of the yep. bike so there's a 60 horsepower version which is coming out um which we will be selling both the 60 and the 80 horsepower versions of the bike the closest dirt bike in that size capacity is a horsepower outage is you're looking at 63 horsepower which is a kdm and those things rip yeah um, so for 80 horsepower it is incredible um, so for all accounts, there's a bit of a media launch going on at the moment, so we can't get into too much detail on on the bike, which you guys watch have this re- space, you reckon? Yeah, watch this space readily available um, on the net. That what we can, what you guys can see at the moment. Yeah. Although it's the fastest selling motorcycle in the world. Yeah, nine million dollars worth of pre sales in 24 hours. Like that just shows you the the anticipation, the build up. Yeah. yeah so. Um, you know, the, the big question here is, oh, is the world, world ready for electric motorbike? And, you, you know, like you see the, elect- the EV market for cars and stuff, like the people oh, they'll never actually take off. And, and you know, you're like there's people try and find negatives and positives and that. But, I mean, the proof's in the pudding when you've got $9 million of pre-sales in 24 hours, people are wanting it. Yeah, it's, it's overdue, actually. It, you can you can look from one angle and think you know we're in you know we're so behind with everything internet cars everything here yep and then especially WA again but even still the more I think about it the more opportunity there is for electric bikes like even as far out as stations you know every station has a solar panel solar setup you know basically standalone system yep and you know, it's harder to get fuel out there fuels now getting more expensive servicing things like that are just ridiculous. Although a Stark Varg is, you know, maybe a little overpowered to round up the cattle, or maybe get it not. done pretty quick. <laughs> maybe they can just get it done a bit quicker. Won't need the help. It's going to be some lean beef, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, just a few things like that with the water, you know, floods. It, uh, you know, and it's not as big of a market, but they could still do with them. So I'm sure, you know, when they come out with a even tamer version like an e ag bike, that'd be well used. But 
Well, with with you saying the time aversion, you they're very adaptable and controllable. Like there's a, there's you can like dial them back on the horsepower yeah. and and delivery and all that. You can literally adjust them to any style of riding. Correct. I believe. So they're not made to eighty horsepower. Seems like eighty horsepower is going to rip your arms out. Well, they've got the most adjustability ever. You know, yeah, you can yep. have you can have your iPhone or Android phone set up in the bar pad, um, and you can adjust it to suit. So, what it actually does, it opens up another market for the motorcycle market. You know, you've got a lot of people that are scared to change gears using using a clutch on a motorcycle. You can dial these things back down. Yep, and that's you know the beauty about it. Leesky was telling us when we first met with him over in Brisbane, whilst Floppy was wearing his John Deere shirt in a boardroom. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> um, but he was telling us, you know, what really sung out to him, especially, and Jeff's been in the in the game forever, was he had a an electric bike that him and his wife were able to go out and ride with the family. Yep. You know, so it was one of those things, and she was able to keep up. You know, it wasn't foreign to to her. So, you know, all these types of things, and it's a uh, with everything that Longy's done here with the Evos, it's just it's the next progression, really. And then also it's bringing new, new people to the sport. You know, there's a lot of that Tesla market that people are just so infatuated with everything electric that it's going to... The turtlenecker's, eh? Correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we'll get into that a little bit later because yeah. that's an interesting point. But... um. One thing that excites me, I mean, obviously I can't ride a dirt bike to save my life. I'm, oh, actually, I'll tell you what, the one that really excites <laughs> the one thing that really excites me about the Stark Bug is there's one less lever to break. So that's mint. Yeah, well, can you ride a mountain bike? <laughs> yeah, better better yes, than a dirt bike. But, but that's one exciting transition that I like is for someone that's only ridden a mountain bike, you don't have to run a foot brake like you do on a motorbike. Correct, that's, yep. It's so different to use a foot and it's hard to use a foot just a little bit, but – to be able to just use the left hand as a brake, same as a mountain bike, and like any mountain biker could just transition straight onto it. Yeah, and, and dial down the power a bit just to yeah, get used to it. Seventy five should do it. Horsepower. <laughs> yeah. What should we flip my dick off? Eh? <laughs> um, but yeah, there's so many exciting possibilities, and like you said, I mean, we we tend to think of our little niche of motocross and and things like that, but the applications you can have for like your agriculture is insane. You know, like like people think of EVs as a hindrance or somewhat like a, oh, yeah, but you've got to charge the batteries. You can do that anywhere. Like, you can exactly. charge a battery anywhere. You don't need to carry jerry cans, you know. Like, you you know, if you can set up with solar s- setups on your farms and things like that, EVs make complete sense. Um, and the other thing, too, that excites me about them is the torque. They've got stupid <laughs> amounts of torque on them. Yeah, like, that's a, it's Double a funny- the torque of the nearest 450 or something. <laughs> It is a funny, funny thing like uh, power and torque, and in a motorbike, as there's less of a range of it, so you have the gears to be able to, you know, use the keep most, it in its yeah. most efficient spot. Yeah, the the best in each gear. But so there'll be, you know, I, I imagine you get to a certain amount of revs where sort of horsepower or torque won't feel as strong, but yep. it's still rev. But like it's just, it's there's no limit to gears. That's one thing that excites me too. Yep. Is it might be a little harder to judge judge ramps or something like that because you don't hear the noise of, of where the you're engine. sitting in the rev range type. But thing. yeah, yep. when there's just there's no gear to change, you're never in the wrong gear. You just wrap the throttle on. <laughs> well, would I be correct in saying that this can open up avenues for hard enduro things like that? Like because you can't stall an EV, mm. you know, 
talk, that that talk of getting up stuff. Yeah, imagine the whiskey throttles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those trail rides are going to be fun. Yeah. Well, hey, no bent radiators. Just going to see yeah, bikes yeah. silently flip. Yeah. <laughs> just, no, just... Yeah, but it'll be, oh, look at that. And then, oh, and then everyone will be laughing yeah. because everyone can oh, hear shit. each other. But, you know, like it's, like you say, it opens up so many different avenues of even racing, you know, like racing supercross and motocross, even in the, the metropolitan area and southwest and all these places that noise is a massive thing and ride parks and the likes of been pushed out for so long like charlie almost lives in caratha now due to the noise of where he where he has to go and ride but you know with with that being said you can ride this you can't ride the thing down the street but you can you know ride them ride them pretty well just about if you had a private property within suburbia or not suburbia but within houses and stuff like that you could ride the thing in your paddock correct and you're not pissing people off correct like your joint longing like you get you get the 110s out and you know you might piss a few people off or whatever but EVs, not going to happen. Just a bit of chain slap, that's it. Yeah. Creature, have you had any thoughts of, like, electric motorcycles at all and, you know, riding them hard enduro? I would imagine they'd be, I mean, good for all applications, really. <laughs> you drink up, mate. Um, yeah, to be honest, I was probably like everyone else. I was a bit like, oh, I don't know how it will go and – no noise and no atmosphere and then the more I think about it, the better and better I think it will be for everyone and everything, um, you know, like even um, like oval races, you know, like down at the local park, like you could literally have like a proper motocross, semi-supercross setup at the park, have thousands of people there and you're not going to piss anyone off, you know, like trail riding, you can ride five metres from – someone's fence line and it's going to be fine. So, yeah, the more I think about it, the better and better it's getting. Um, and I, like everything, it's going to be adjusting to it. And, yeah, I'm pretty excited to get my hands on one, to be honest, and um, try and do like a quad flip or something like that. No, nothing too crazy, but just keep it cash, cheeky fender slapping that, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm pretty excited, eh? So, yeah. What about you, Blair? Yeah, same same as you. Um, always think about buying property, you know, but to ride on. But <clears throat> you got to buy two hundred acres so you don't piss your next door neighbour off. So at least you can buy five acres close to the city still and have a track, and you won't have old Karen Karen on because she's her horses are upset or something. But I mean, the next thing they'll probably carry on is about dust. But sure, we can buy a water truck and yeah. But so I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, heap of boys at the house and yeah, it'll be sick. Yeah, boys at Blair's house is the specialty. <laughs> yeah. People's people's ears will get become more sensitive now. They'll start making yeah. noise complaints about the talking and the conversation going on while we're riding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now those kids are having too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so the the other thing uh with the Stark Varg too is it's centre of gravity. So it's it's the way that it's built, the, the way that the batteries and, and the motors are placed like that, the, the weight's right down near the pegs, which I'd imagine is a huge plus for the bike. Yeah, definitely. And that's something I've focused on with the freestyle bikes. And I guess every <clears throat> every motocross racer as well, there's the the unsprung weight right on the outside and then in, anything just in from the forks or the back wheel, it's, it's it, everything, it has to move, you know, when you're pivoting or shifting the bike around in the air on the ground. It's just the, the more centre the weight is, the less you feel it. So 
um, yeah, it's exciting. I um, again just can't wait to sort of feel it and, and and see how it handles and how it's different. You know, I I don't know how to feel if you know, there might be a little bit less motor inertia from the from the crank and and the motor revving, but it's you know, probably not that experienced. I think maybe the professional motocrossers might be able to notice that feeling, but yeah, it's um, it's just a bit of lack of engine brake from a. Yeah, but I think too. you can tune that in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think you can tune everything in and out. <laughs> yeah, a lot of functionalities on these things that obviously we are we privy to a few a few of those. But you know, there's going to be a lot coming out in the in the next few weeks. There's a big media release going on in Spain at the moment. So that's happening pretty much as we speak in yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah, everyone's over there now. Yeah, Correct. launch testing session. It goes for a couple of weeks, but. Because there's people from all around the world testing, I think the embargo is till middle of June or something. So that's when we'll see all the reports and testing, uh, in-depth results basically. And, and we can actually, I don't know if they're, I'm sure they'll have the videos and all sorts then. So Yeah, well, yeah, we've obviously idea. seen um, the, the test riders and, and like the promotional vids <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and the things bloody rip. <laughs> they look wild. And it's a bit like mountain biking edits and stuff like that. Like my favourite edits are like the raw, you know, 100s and not the, the ones where it's just tyre, you know, cassette and just that sort of stuff. And I, you, you watch these things go around and I get excited by that, you know, these these Vargs. It's, it's actual just tyres ripping, you know, the bike working and you, it, I reckon it adds, I guess, more atmosphere to it, like, or a different atmosphere, you know, like... You, look, you, at a, look at a World Cup downhill track, you know, yeah. like that's the atmosphere in there is Insane. unreal, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So there's no noise from the bike, but... I mean, it's the crowd that makes it. I think it's a progression, like you said. I think it's the natural progression of where we're heading, and and I think you just straight out the box, bang, produce eighty horsepower. Like that should yeah. shut everyone up right there. Factory, factory <laughs> yeah, ready yeah. to go. But then, then like you, you know, your factory eighty horsepower, but it's everything else that these guys have actually thought of. I did my trade as a motorcycle mechanic. Worked on motorcycles forever, obviously with the shop as well, and just the simplicity for the consumer is one of the biggest things, you know, so no fuel, no servicing costs, all of these things. No air filter, ever. Bang. You won't have to ever clean a filter. What do you mean I never have to oil it? What do you mean I never have to? You know. <laughs> Got a couple of mates like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, having the shop and that, obviously um, a lot less, like, stock you have to carry as well, you know, because you're obviously doing tyre sprockets and... That's it, really? Is that it? Yeah. Tires yeah. and sprockets, yeah. eh? Change. Yeah. So. Brake head, brake heads, yeah. Maybe a few sets of front forks, but from yeah. whiskey throttles, yeah. few wheels. Plastic, uh, some plastics, uh, Baker. Yeah, a couple sets of levers. Pro pleat seat covers. Yeah, pro yep. pleat seat so, covers. You know, all of these all of these sorts of things. It's just the, you know, for what these bikes need, there isn't there isn't a huge amount, you know. So for, if we're going to go off and say, you know, the price points that, is a, is something that's contested and people go, oh, that's a lot of money for a motorcycle. But then when you think about it, you're spending another thousand dollars on an exhaust pipe or two thousand dollars on an exhaust pipe straight off the bat anyway to get it to even do a quarter of what this thing can do straight out of the box. Then the forks, then the Brembo brakes, you know, yeah, just yeah. everything else. Because what's the deal um, with the suspension? Don't you when you order it, it comes sprung to your weight yeah, and everything weight, like that. Yeah. Like that's awesome, you know, like. Obviously, suspension dudes are probably going to get pissed off, but if I was buying a brand new bike and it comes set up, fuck, you're winning. You know what I mean? Saves like, some money, I guess, straight off the bat, doesn't it? I mean, and I guess for people that are um, not motor 
uh, yeah, mechanically minded, um, something like this is like unbelievable, you know, like you don't have to worry about changing your oil and doing a top end and th- that sort of stuff. So it helps get people into the market and helps get people into the sport. Like we all know each other from one thing is motorcycles and downhill, um, you know, so bicycles and, and you know, two wheels, that's where we know each other from. And if we can get more people into it and you know, keep growing that, growing that whole market, that's where we need to be. So I see an interesting like avenue too, because like we talk about the electric avenue. <laughs> <laughs> that's a drink every time we say that. <laughs> Stuck. <Yeah. laughs> um, so the, the, I feel bad saying it, but the Karens of the world that complain about dirt bikes, like I guess, guess being this green initiative that is just naturally behind EVs and stuff like that. I mean, it's going to, people are going to just have so little to actually be able to complain about that they've got no choice but to join them, you know. So we've got the ability now to get more, um, not just motocross and downhill, just people who love treading on something with two wheels, but, it, you know, like more of those high-end people, Correct. you know, that maybe just city slickers that want to go for a nice cruisy trail ride to the Jazza pub on a Sunday or something like that, you know, and don't want to impact environment and things like, you know, those environmentally conscious people, they got no excuse now. Like this is a perfect opportunity for them. They they can do it with their conscious, you know, at ease that they're doing it the the right way. Carbon, everything carbon neutral is the way with the world's going. Yeah, Blair works at West Track. You'd be fully aware of the way that everything. Yeah, Blair's going. not carbon neutral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know that is the way of way of the future. It's the way that the big push is in. Not only. Cheers, mate. <laughs> That's the way the world's moving at the moment, and and you know it's it's more or less it's just exciting to be a part of something so in, in its inventory days and so cool. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, I think that's probably the most anticipated positive, uh, like um, acceptance of such a big step forward. You know, like yeah, you know, when Tesla first hit the markets and stuff like that there was a lot of apprehension and all that sort of stuff but um there's not even like there's, there's a few people that's all oh, evs but most of them are just want to know the questions so just like you know they just they're intrigued which is great that's a good start you know um and i think stark's gone a pretty good way about the marketing um you know just that kind of perfect level of intrigue versus info uh, versus turtlenecks, you know, like it's a good mix of all those aspects. <laughs> Correct. So, who's the CEO of the brand? Who's who's a dude in those videos? Anton. Anton Wass. What? Yeah. W A S. Uh, w A A S. What's that? I can't. Anton. Anton. Big big Anto. Big Anton. So so um Jeff Jeff Lee steering the ship over here. Um so. He's so he's GM for Australia, is he? Australia and New Zealand. So he's yep. looking after the whole of Oceania. So obviously, we we all know Jeff as KDM forever. Um, and you know, I'd, uh, he Jeff isn't one of these guys to put his name against something unless he's he's pretty sure. On yeah, it, the so. bloke's pretty pretty switched on for something when it's going to be a good thing. Correct. Uh, and he hasn't jumped on board on too many things. You know, he, he stood by what he stood by for a long time. So for him to get behind this, I mean, that in itself uh, sort of speaks volumes into the credibility behind it all. Um, has he got a turtleneck? Surely. When you saw it, sorry, sorry, we'll go back. I'm, I'm <laughs> s- sorry, gentlemen. I know this is a 
you know, a serious endeavour for yourselves. But I'm just caught up on these turtlenecks. Yeah, I think that all comes under the same embargo as a media release. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the middle of June, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you so, see a whole fleet of turtlenecks. So when you walk into a dealership, <laughs> when you walk into a dealership, do you have to like walk in the front door, bow, <laughs> yeah, with your hands together like that, bow, and then get your signature turtleneck? Yeah, what colour do, you, get, what yeah. colour do you want? Yeah. yeah. So if I told you how – should we tell the story about Brisbane? Yeah, you should. You have to. You can't. You can't <laughs> just say. Should we tell them the story of? So, uh, so we. Phil calls me and full of excitement. And when Floppy's passionate about something, it is. It's on. It's on. It's but on. it's. You know he believes in it, so you go away from it. and You're thinking about it. You know, oh, right? You know, he's stupid, or yeah, no, this is on. Anyway, he's called us about Stark, and he said, "You've got to call Jeff tomorrow. You've got to call Jeff tomorrow." So. Sure enough, I I listened to the podcast as well and called Jeff the next day and had a good chat. Jeff and I have had a really good relationship for a number of years. Anyway, called Jeff and hey mate, thinking about doing this doing this venture. Have you got anyone signed up for WA? No, no, not yet. So we hooked up for a Skype meeting on on the Monday after. This was on a Friday, and then trying to relay everything back through Floppy and Josh. Like oh, Josh is already in Brisbane, so we'll fly over there. So. Called Jeff back, said Monday we'll be it, we'll be over there in Brizzy. Anyway, I meet Fluffy at the airport. He's got his favourite John Deere shirt on and shoes that he's been picking out vines and just just shorts, just far, just, just farmer far, Joe's yeah, he's been just farming. And he's like, man, I look like Alan from The Hangover. We've got we've got to go and get a haircut first thing in the morning. Yeah, no worries. <clears throat> so wake up the next day, he's got. A, I was like, where's your other clothes? Oh, I only brought two John Deere, John Deere shirts. <laughs> yeah, but there is two so, best John Deere shirts. Oh. So I'm wearing a uh, work outfit and, um, yeah, sure enough, we go and get Floppy a haircut and we're in David Jones trying to buy – this was the most stressful part of the day. <laughs> we're in David Jones in Brisbane trying to go get him a, a set up and he's like, I'm only buying a nice shirt unless it's John Deere colours. So oh, anyway, Jesus. Josh has rocked up, met us in David Jones and he's wearing pluggers – Monster hat, shorts, and a short uh, shirt, and he just looked at me, plain and dead simple, <laughs> straight in the eyes, going, "King, I just don't feel like I'll be comfortable if I go in wearing anything other than this." <laughs> so <laughs> we get get to this um, to this um, sky uh, high rise in in Brizzy and overlooking beautiful overlooking the Brisbane River. Yep, and um, walked into this meeting room, and I let these two go in first. Then Jeff's there, and then it was just. It was, it was awesome. It, like it was just really. Jeff could see the passion, and you know, obviously we were that we were that dead serious about it that we wanted to make this happen as soon as possible. We got on a plane, and it's what really I think that's what really got us over the line in the end. I guess one thing you can't fabricate is genuine passion. Correct. You know, like you can go in looking with the fresh haircut, the sharpest suits, and and try and sell it, but the best things don't need selling. They sell themselves, you know, and and you guys going in there together with that passion, that genuine. We need, we need this. It's not we want it, we need it. We're not leaving until you say, "Yep, we're doing it." In, in your John Deere shirts and your Monty trackies. Yeah. I mean, there's there's two parts to it that you could, like, um, if things don't go sour in the lead up, they will eventually sense the the interest and the keenness and the passion, but. Like a bit of advice, there's a saying, dress to be addressed or dress how you want to be addressed. So if you're unsure about something, like you can 
that that initial five minutes or the you know breaking the ice. Like if if you were not sure how they're going to take you, if you dress up like how you want to be addressed. So if you if you want to be professional, they'll at least it, it sucks that it's like this in the world, but they'll at least approach you like a professional. But then after five minutes or so, they'll just pick up on your enthusiasm and intellect and everything. So everything will flow from there. But like if if you're on the edge of something and you you might want to might not be too worried about you know you could you could make things go bad as well. So yeah, okay. So so the official <laughs> we have for anyone out there, there obviously yeah. didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously he knew that we were a um, a bunch of mates and into motocross and it was just. He kind of knew where we were from and, and what we were there for, so it was all good. Some dude watching this will go for a job interview and in his <laughs> bo- boxes and thongs. Yeah, but Sheeny said I should just show me passion. No, I actually rocked up with some – I had dress clothes with oh, me. Oh, yeah, you had yeah. your kit? You had yeah. your lit kit? Yeah, had leather shoes uh, or clean jeans and button-up shirt clean as well. Jeans. Uh, clean jeans. <laughs> no, I wasn't wearing it. <laughs> no, he didn't in the end. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but at the same time I knew that, that – Jeff knew that I was a motocross. I was into motocross. It's not like I had. I wasn't introduced. To, I wasn't meeting him for the first time. Yeah, you know, correct. It wasn't was cold call. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But if I was to yeah. meet, uh, say, a businessman that I was meeting for the first time or in an industry that I wasn't familiar with, I would have put on either a, dre- a, a suit or you know smart smart necktie clothes. that says "Unleash the Beast" down today. Stuff. Yeah, black suit with like green crest and stuff like that. Your best money suit. Yeah, three sizes too big for you. We do have a couple of those. You get little um, stickers, like fabric stickers, so I can put on a nice. Oh, like, you can always and then just put a monster logo on. Monster corporate yeah. logo on. Yeah, and if you sometimes you walk in, I've walked into server traveling. You know, have these trackies, have a shirt, and, and maybe hat on. And someone's like, "Oh, I like in America. I like what you got going on there." Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh. Uh, you work for Master or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Local distributor. I was going to say, guy just needs a local rep. Get you to stock the shelves, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am the beast. Yeah. Um, so let's get more into the, the, the local stuff, uh, more about what you guys have got going on. So what's – is there – give us the outcome. Give us what we're looking to do with, with Empire Motorcycle, Stark Park, the park, and what's the end goal? This is this is an open question for anyone who's willing to take it. I don't think it's an it's an individual goal uh, uh, as such, but like what Long has done here with with the with the mo- uh, with the bikes with the motorbikes, wearing the motorbikes, but the motorbicycles, just the whole riding, and um, it's it's like there's some motocrossers that don't um, that might not mountain bike, or there's some guys that ride road bikes that don't that don't ride motocross. Is there's just everyone's a little bit segregated, separated, and He's done an awesome job with with uh, with specialised and the e bikes and it's 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 kind of just tying it all together and like it's not going to eradicate or get rid of remove other manufacturers like we can't just knock out petrol engines in a hurry you know I'm going to be riding Honda for a bit and I'll need to and I love them but it's just slowly it's like a, a grand plan of the the future it's electrics coming in and we want to be a part of it it's it's Good for the environment, and this brand is starting off fresh. So he's just got good ideas to start with. Um, he's got a good plan of, I think, what he wants to roll out with the bikes, and we can all just be a part of it and encourage it. Enjoy the ride with it. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. So as as because it's once again, it's such a versatile uh, option. You know, there's there's unlimited uses for an you know an EV motorbike. Um, as the it'll it'll grow the market. 
So more people will come into the market, which means it literally won't even dip the market share. You know what I mean? Like it, it won't, it's, it's going to grow the market. It's going to encourage so many more people to, to ride dirt bikes that I don't think it's going to take anything from other manufacturers because it will, it's, it's like, it's like any industry, um, you know, like keeping prices right, keeping, you know, signage right, all those things. It helps grow the whole industry, which brings up every manufacturer, you know, like it, I think it's only good for every other manufacturer as well, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's always going to be those diehard petrol lovers, you know, and you'll never get rid of them. So there's, it's, it's not like it's going to take the market away. No. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to run Avgas and <laughs> and some good old two-stroke oil through the old CR250 every now and then, even just to start up and smoke out the shed just so I can smell it. But, yep. but um, <laughs> There's diehard mountain bikers, Dave. You know yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. It's like they still got a Levo boat in their shed. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they've all got their Canevo there, but there's a Stumpy as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so in my head, I picture what Longy's built in the last five years. It's five years. Yeah, bang on five. Like yeah. bang on five. Um, and it's crazy to think it's only been five with what you built. You know, like I mean, one of my favourite photos, Ling Alonga, I think last year or something like that. There was like seventy of us, all Don and the Empire jerseys and. You know, just having a fat time, along along riding bikes, jumping a stump into the bloody water, all that sort of stuff. I am not doing that with the Stark. I cannot afford that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put. I know. I, I know they said the waterproof to whatever standard, but mm-mm, hell no, not Baker yeah. standard. No. Yeah, uh, that's warranty. Yeah? Yeah, one um, two warranty. One is yours. Two is not ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I picture that. You know, like with this this uh, Empire Park, like just fat days. You know, like you know, even bringing the. Your, your mountain bike inside into it too, just these, like, um, I guess, festival vibe type yeah, things. Yeah, on that a better mountain bike line there. Yeah, he's been researching it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, sick. So Empire Cup, that sort of stuff, that, that never Could COVID. Could be a new location, though. Yeah. So COVID never let that actually happen, and nah, I've been waiting for it. Yeah, we're yeah, on the back burner with that one, but it, we're no. working on it. Empire Motorcycles Cup. Could be a thing. And that's the thing too, like, nat- like we had the natural train on the week. Well, we... You guys had the natural train on the weekend. What'd you do? I just, I just dribbled shit and got on the piss. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much what I do. Um, yeah, like, man, natural train with e-bikes. Like, you can, like, electric motorbikes. You can literally, like you said, just tear up a fucking oval. But yeah, I look at, <laughs> we all see what Dizzy Dean's kids are doing in the park at the moment, you know. Like yeah. Those kids just on Stasics, there's going to be a generation of kids in the not-so-distant future that will just be on electric bikes forever, Stark. you know, fr- from the Stark. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Josh, we can edit that out. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a rap book. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know. Chuck Creature told me that. But, you know, there's going to be not in not so long. That's where it's going to – it's all heading that way. So it's, it's really exciting times. What about yourself, Longy? What what that? what goals? What where where do you see it? Like you're a um, I know I think you're a, a remarkable person with what you've done with the Empire brand and just just you've anyone who denies it has got rocks in the head. But you've re like you've re changed the landscape of mountain biking in WA with you know Empire. What you've done, you've built this whole vibe. You know, um, you've literally single-handedly bought back some retired downhill riders just because, you know, they want to get involved in these race weekends. And whether that was a plan or not, it's happened, but surely you got something up your sleeve oh, for so this. We keep building on that, Dave, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, it's, it's awesome to see the crossover as we've seen in the last five years, so that's what I want to keep building on for sure. And 
I think these things are going to open it up to all our mountain bike mates and not just for mountain bikers, but it's going to be an easier transition for them to get onto one of these things, going from a Levo to a Stark. Yeah, Levo to 80 horsepower. Bringing no more worries. people into it, you know. It's, it, yeah, Rolly Cadell, those lads when they ride dirt bikes, it's pretty foreign to them, but jumping on a Stark, I can see them kind of bridging the gap a little bit easier. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's talk uh, pre-orders. Let's talk availability, when we're expecting them, the actual release and all that. So, um, as we said, it was $9 million in 24 hours worth of pre-orders globally. Like, these things are, you know, hot as, you know, hotcakes right now. So, um, I'm assuming we, if you want to get one, you've got to pre-order it yesterday? Yeah, pretty much now, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're hoping to get our demo bikes in December. Yep. Yeah, so Two demos in December. And yep. They're saying this time next year for a, Customers' bikes. So, delivery. talk us through what do people need to do to get the name in the mix? Come down to Empire Motorcycles down here and Albany Highway and put your name down. Um, we're taking deposits as of now. Yep. For these bikes, the sooner the sooner you get your name down on a bike, the sooner you get it. Um, I dare say, with this media release going on, there's going to be a, a fair more anticipation with pre-orders, and it's just going to just like anything at the moment. Like I've ordered a Toyota Ute, it's taken over. 14 months, you know, so it, the sooner you get in and put a pre-order in, the, the sooner you get your bike. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, the way that they've gone about their marketing, um, I think once, like, because they, they're, they're sort of just slow-releasing little bits and more information and that, um, there's about to be a big old wave of info dropping pretty soon of, like, data and, and testimonials and vlogs from all these different influential people from around the world that – you know, done their test test day and stuff, and once that drops, like if you pre-order tomorrow, you know you'll be you'll be red hot in the list to get one. But if you wait a month, you might be a year behind the ball from getting one type something like that. So the sooner the better is definitely ideal with these pre-orders. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And as soon as people start to see the toolboxes that go along with them, the pre-orders <laughs> go through the roof. Now the um like with these. It's going to be one of those things. It's first in, first serve. Um, yep. so we've we've done a shop pre-order. Of, we've we've ordered a, a, an allocation for the shop. Yep. Um, once that goes, we we don't know how long our, our next batch is going to be. And do we know how many there. bikes come into Australia or WA or that? Like, is that something that we're releasing or not yet, or is that not as of yet? No. Nah. Nah. We, we we and and it's not because we don't want to tell you. We just we don't actually know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's one, of, one of those things at the moment where they've got to see where the interest is to see whether you know they don't want to just go ahead and say yeah we'll allocate you know thousand dollars thousand dollars thousand bikes to australia and yeah <laughs> sign me up um you, down for one. you know and and then the interest not there or or there's you know 50 fold interest there so they need to distribute more bikes to that area yeah well i think i think they they have a plan on on how many bikes they want to distribute around the world but i think the issue isn't the distribution is the fact that they're, they're setting up a brand new factory at the moment, new company, new business, everything. So there are uh, just you know, apparent delays with everything at the moment with COVID. There's just little unknown things that you can't get a hold of or that you can't build, whatever. So they're just they're building this factory and building bikes as quick as they can. And I guess it's just we have to wait and see how things go. If, if I'm sure he'd be pumping out bikes as quick as he possibly can. Yeah, yep. And where where are they made? Uh, I think factories in Barcelona. Yep. So factories in Barcelona. Yep. So all out of space. Barcelona. Barcelona. Um, 
Yeah, so obviously it's um, what do they got like, um, like aircraft grade aluminium, carbon fibre subframes, all this like high quality equipment going into it. It's something that you can't just, you know, smash out fifty thousand a day in Thailand type thing. It's something that's got to be made to a certain standard, eh? Yeah, but also in saying that, it's like um, say all these established manufacturers for years they've they've got casts and molds yeah. and and ways of doing things that it's, they've developed efficient ways to mass produce. Yeah, things. but then it's also expensive for them, and it's like with every with every industry, with change comes cost, and there's a price, but. Because he's starting from scratch, he's just starting with the best or with what he believes is the most efficient, you know, econom- economical range. You know, like you talked about his plastics and stuff like that. Yep. It's pretty cool. So it's just instead of starting off with all these casts, he's starting off with CNC machines and, you know, he's just trying to do the best from the start. So that's that's an exciting part of it as well. Well, I mean, it's it's sort of setting itself up for like people go, it's a dear price for a dirt bike or whatever. But it's one of those things where people got to stop focusing on what the actual dollar amount is, and they got to focus on the value of that product for that. You know, it's not about what you pay; it's about what you get for what you pay. You know, when you look yeah. at the quality that goes into it, you know, it's it's cheap. You know, what it can do, Dave, it can yeah. it can be. So many dirt bikes in one. Yeah. Like, I mean, look at Dizzy on the weekend. He's got two bikes there. He's got a 250F and he's got a 450 there. This thing is both. Both, yeah. So you just turn it into a 250 for that race and turn it into a 450 for the next. And I, I don't know. This is just imagining. Like I, I imagine that being an electric motor, that is, it could do an, a godly amount of hours before the motor or whatever shits itself. Like, I don't, do we know so any these, so expectance, bike, expectancies on these that? These bikes are coming with a two-year factory warranty. Now, for a dirt bike to come with a two-year warranty is unheard of, and we've all we've all been there. Unless, of course, it's me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So for that, the proofs in the pudding with that, um, you know, I think that we'll we'll get a lot more information in the coming months of you know of life expectancies and and so forth. But yep. you know, for the guys to go out and put put their name towards something can actually and back it too. That that speaks volume for the product itself. Yeah, it's uh, that reassurance, isn't it? Correct. You know, it's uh, it, you think, oh well, Jesus, they must must have something here. Yeah, and that's one exciting thing. You know, there's so many turning parts, literally, in a motor. But an electric motor, I I figure there must be some kind of gear reduction in there. But that's all there would be. Like, there's no gears, there's no clutch, or you know, there's just no, no piston wearing ring. metal parts. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's just so many things that it, they don't have to. And have to uh, deal with, you know, yeah, correct. brushless motors and lithium batteries these days are getting pretty awesome and only getting better. So, well, yeah. they they've picked a good time to do it because, like, I mean, if they did it, say five years ago or whatever, like like you said, lithium batteries just they're so good now, they're so reliable, and you know the the weight of them, you know, like I think what's one hundred and nine kilos, one hundred and ten kilos, one hundred and ten kilos, that doesn't fluctuate. Yeah, you correct. Know, so you, you know, I like how they did say fully charged, yeah. <laughs> just in case anyone was unsure that yeah. Man, the charge doesn't you know. add weight. Man, I was like sitting there and I was reading that and I'm thinking to myself, oh, fuck, am I dumb? Or like, <laughs> shit, Trace, turn off the toaster. It's adding weight to the house. <laughs> um, but And also, I mean, you, you fill a dirt bike up, it's weighed up high. You know, with, with the Stark, it's, the weight's in the same place. It's the same weight every time. It's predictable. You know how it's going to behave every single time, uh, which I just think there's huge amounts of benefits in that. 
Sorry, boys. Um, <laughs> how long do you reckon it will be before we see it at a state, national level? I can't see it being very long. I think there's preliminary discussions going on at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I don't see it being long at all. I By the time they get here, I, I think it will all be ready to go. Yeah, because yeah, so. that's the – when I talk about it with my mates, that's the biggest thing. It's like, well, why would you buy it? You can't race it, but – you will, you know, like it's it's not going to be long before there's a hundred or two hundred in WA, and then you know it's only forty on a line, anyways. Um, bike class and mountain biking has gone from one category last year to four categories this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and I feel massively. Yeah, yeah, I feel like um, the wave of it, and I'm actually quite excited. Like, uh, hopefully, I can get to race one when they come. It'll be sick, super fun, and you know, just. Talking shit with your mate. Yelling at your mate, yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah, that's one thing that I am excited yeah, for like, you is know, trail riding but just giving each other crap as you go yeah, up the hill. you know, like it's all when you're on a normal bike and it's loud and you're screaming at each other, like it's fun as. But imagine actually hearing what you're saying. Like they're either not going to like you at all or they they will, you know. Like it's, that's probably going to be my favourite bit, I'd say. Just proper giving them shit. The GoPro's Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I think there'll be a element of as well in this as, you know, national level. You've, you've raced national level across Australia, but um, an element of, hey, that's your set ball or that's what you're putting out whilst you race. You pull your phone out. There's no strip down of a motor at the end of a, at the end of an event. There's no protest. It's that's what you're doing. You're, you're either doing the right or you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, Longy, I remember it was like literally – probably two years ago, um, we had uh, e-bike class in wage and, and stuff like that. And, oh, the diehard in downhill guys will never have, never, never, never have an e-bike. Oh, this is downhill, you know, that's cheating. Well, I don't see how it's cheating. It's probably harder to go down a downhill trail on an e-bike. But, oh, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. And now we get strong numbers in it, yeah, you know. so it is, yeah. Yeah, and that was in the space of two years. So, um, you know, once it gets – sold once it gets distributed and once people start buying it, it it'll be very if not already in place, it'll be a very quick progression to get it done. Because all it is is another class. Just like the mountain bikes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean look five years ago we weren't even talking about mountain bikes, uh, e bikes in this store. You know, and then once a month and then, you know, every now every single day and multiple times a day everyone's talking about e bikes and wanting to race them and wanting to put them into different events and not just downhill events or enduro but uh, in the, you know, like the Cape to Cape, they're talking about putting that in. That's going to be the thing to do next, you know. Like, it's just going to keep progressing and that's what brings more people into the sport. And at the end of the day, that's that's all we want from anything is progression. You know, like, I mean, you, you look at Cape to Cape, perfect example, like, uh, you know, and I, I imagine things like adventure rallies, stuff like that, you know, when once again we can go closer to towns, we can get to, you know, locations where, you know, some of the – like I know Yarloop, where that natural terrain was, there there had been in years past people complained of noises, you know, and it it's not going to happen in the future, you know, it's 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 the future. Yeah, well, Matty Curtis coming here the other day from Hydewide, and he was saying straight away, I've never been able to use the convention center as a event for FMX, but all of a sudden now we can. Now they can't bring it into the city normally because of the noise, but yep. if they can use that and. Yeah, I, I think the same thing. Like city streets, there's just so many places where you, we wouldn't be allowed to, and sometimes it's because of fumes. You can't run yeah, a bike, especially in a, Euro, and you know, like yeah. places like that. And and I get more excited about electric bikes 
here in Australia, but I I don't know how many of these bike pre-sales would have been from Europe because over there it's it's so ridiculous. Like back when it was a, a fuel was a dollar a litre here, it was nearly two bucks a litre there, and just everything was so much more extreme and ridiculous. You couldn't ride, you couldn't go to, you know, like when I would stay with Tom. Yeah, like he was in South France. There's land everywhere, but everyone would complain. You had to travel 10, 15 minutes to a motocross track, which was getting shut down. You know, it's just it's so difficult for them. But now people, yeah, literally be able to ride in their backyards again. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, especially like you said in Europe. Like I've been there riding heaps and every – I went back three times. Every time I went back, there was different tracks that were shut down, obviously because of noise and pollution and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, like – and, yeah, to go back to you doing tricks in the streets, I would actually like to see that. Like, I've seen Johnny D ride his bike down the street and I would yeah, like yeah, to see a backflip or two, eh? That's some conversations. You'd be able to do tricks next to a high-rise building and not wake the baby in there. Win-win. <laughs> <laughs> actually, talking about the noise, I think it was just last year at the Paris Supercross it's a really cool event, great big crowd inside, tight arena, and Edgar Torrentera's banana face, you know, permanently like this, and he's just he's the funniest guy. He, <laughs> um, it's he was born like it. I think it didn't have an accident or anything. So, um, but he's a legend. And we're up on the landing after practice, and he's like, "What is it going to be?" Oh, that wasn't it. That was more an Indian accent. <laughs> the Spanish accent isn't too flash. He can do the sponsor list in a minute. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> but he's on top of the landing. He's like, you know, what's it going to be like when we have these electric bikes? How are we going to rev the crowd up? and he made a funny point but it's a bit like racing where you know you just sort of get used to it and maybe you just tell everyone to calm down quiet and shut up (laughs) so you can hear it you just have a mad mad dj or there would be ways you would do it you know what i mean like Like a bit of duct tape over the wheel yeah yeah the old coke (laughs) can eh? get the coke (laughs) (laughs) but Spiky yeah, no, it's gonna be <laughs> something here somewhere. Don't you? <laughs> hey, don't laugh. The Russians do something like that. It's not the slidey ones, but they they put um, uh, lights and stuff all around the wheels. And oh, yeah. and the last show I did in Russia, I blew up at them. Where we come down the tunnel, we turn around, and there's a train. You know, it's like six or seven of us supposed to hit this ramp one after another, and one guy stopped. He's like. A guy's reaching around on the bike. Like, what are you doing? Like, Starting the fireworks. And he's got these like little sparklers off the back of the bike to, to try and um, – he thought it was looking cool. And then meanwhile, three or four of the guys had been and then there's like a 50-metre gap, gap and then the yeah. rest of us go. But, yeah. So yeah, those Russians. Topic there, yeah, they are. Yeah. They do Russians. a lot of weird things, yeah. We might not have those down here on Albany Highway. But yeah. <laughs> well, I reckon, I reckon you would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I reckon we try and make contact with the fourth member of this little little group. Sounds pretty yeah, on. Yeah, yeah let's, he'll be uh, tapping his foot by, by now. If we can get our production manager, Josh Parker, who's uh, hiding behind the lens today. I think he's just working on his calf raises. <laughs> yeah, g'day, mate. You're on the Beers and Bikes show. Now you're on it now. <laughs> you're you're on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He finally made it in. He's uh, finished picking his apples for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Floppy, mate, we, we, we've got to <laughs> get, take your shirt off. It's all good. We, we all have. Talk to me, mate. Empire Park or Farg Park, which I'm not allowed to say, or Stark Park, not allowed to say. What's the go, mate? Walk us through it. What's the plan for it? What's the inception for it? And, and where's it going? Yeah, you know, I just—I've always had a, a want to have a an area or a place where people can come and ride. Um, you know, a fair, a fair while ago, I had hundred acres out at Westdale, and um, always sort of pushed through with trying to have a ride park there. Um, I guess for us that really like bikes, the noise and that we don't really consider it, but for other people. Um, yeah, it was a it was an issue at the time, and um, you know, I guess the Stark and the way that the electric stuff's going, it's kind of opened the door uh, for me to do something, and and the boys, and we've sort of got together collectively, and um, yeah, looking to looking to pull it off, I guess. <laughs> so, so walk us through the park. What's the, what's the layout going to be? What are you plan to get built down there? So I'm going to have a junior track. Um, mainly catering for sort of Stasics and, and anything electric. We'll have some accommodation. Um, so my track, basically. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then yeah, just a larger track for the, for the bigger bikes. And this is all sort of fast forward a year or so. And, um, yeah, it'll just be centered around that, I guess. It's um, all in its infancy at the moment. But, yeah, looking forward to putting it all in place and, and seeing where it goes. Yeah, look, I've seen uh, pictures of the land, and it looks like a beautiful landscape. Uh, good elevated land for um, some wicked tracks down there. So, uh, and the dirt down there is just primo as well. Yeah, it doesn't get much better. Um, we've sort of jagged it um, where we are and where it's going to be, and and yeah, just the the no noise thing has really knocked down that that brick wall that's always been there. Um, I mean, for everyone, we all know someone that's got. Um, a track or a mate that's got a track that's been shut down for noise or whatever. So, yeah, it really just knocked that wall down for us. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Floppy, tell us, what's your turtleneck situation? Yeah, I've, I've got one one coming. But we didn't want to... <laughs> we're buying genuine, so they're coming from Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I've seen them soon. Have you got like a John Deere tractor knitted on the front or? <laughs> I've got three John Deere shirts on rotation <laughs> and uh, and one one Empire motorcycle shirt. Now that's about all I wear. I'll send him Three John Deere shirts, an Empire motorcycle shirt and a turtleneck. We're on. <laughs> Pretty much. Nah, that's great. Um, so what, we're ex- expecting to see a lot more information in the upcoming months released on these things, but obviously you're super excited to be a part of it. And um, we're excited to have you on because you just sound like an absolute bundle of fucking joy and energy with everything you do. So uh, with you behind this ride park, I'm sure it's going to be a huge success. Yeah, see, I didn't think it was going to take this long to sort of have another crack at something. But, um, yeah, it's just it's all just sort of falling into place. It's, it's funny how it happens. I've always had my eye on the electric stuff. I like those videos that AJ Catanzaro does with the old jersey. He lets people ride and gets their reaction, and I guess we just—I I had a bit of a ride on Harry Pierce's Juron, and I thought there was something there. You know, I thought they were almost there, and and when I started hearing about this stuff, I just—I just sort of couldn't ignore it, and 
you know, all the stuff that's out there at the moment seems quite genuine and, and um, yeah, I just felt like we had to be involved, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm uh, one of those people that sit on the fence for a little bit until I know a few more facts about things, but everything that's come, about, come out about these things is just seems to be wild and, and genuine, you know, like um, like you, you see the videos of them writing and stuff like that and it looks like the real deal. And even even on those, you've probably heard, listened to the Gypsy Towers podcast with Hill and- Who? Sorry? Um, <laughs> with Josh, Josh Hill. And um, yeah, so he- I could just tell from him talking, like, he's got no reason to lie, you know, and the things he was saying were all positive. I listened to another podcast with Sebastian Tortelli, same thing. He's their lead test rider, and you, I, I just got a genuine feeling from all of it, and um, it all just sort of went from there. Now, I heard um, when they appointed Jeff Lee as the manager for Australia and New Zealand, I, I just thought for him to come out of retirement... Um, from after running KDM for about 20 years, I just thought there's no way he would throw his hat in the ring for for a fizzer, basically. No, absolutely. That uh, that right there inspires a whole heap of confidence um, yeah, from an no. investor and a consumer. Like it's, yeah. you know, yeah, to to see a legend of the sport and someone so genuine and who's never sold out or any like that, you know, jump back in and back it. It's a it's a great sign of things to come. Yeah, it was. It gave me even more confidence. We went over and had a meeting with him um, a couple of months back when it was all starting off and just a normal guy, just a normal, easygoing guy. And, yeah, we were definitely, definitely appreciates the John. When someone appreciates your John Deere shirt, you know you're in for a good one. <laughs> I'm a machine guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, more of a Kubota man myself, but that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll make do. I've got one of them too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just won't send you a shirt, eh? <laughs> Closet's full. Nah, couple of kids' toys, and that was it. Um, so, with the park, is it? Uh, is there going to be? Uh, have you got visions of mountain bike stuff there, and like weekends filled of just people on mountain bikes and dirt bike shredding, or, or you know, what's what's the plan with it? Yeah, I think. Um I've never, I've never ridden a, a, a mountain bike properly. Like it's, it's not my thing. But that's right. I've never always been interested in it. Um, <laughs> and I, I did have a couple of guys out here recently, actually talking about that. I follow a guy. Um, I think it's Matt Jones, mountain bike. Yep. Um, and he's just recently built some trails and stuff. And I've always, even at my old place, I had had some push bike jumps. And you know, I, I just want a place where people can come and you know, passionately sharing what we're all interested in and, and, um, and just enjoy it. I'm, I'm up for anything. Yeah, absolutely. And having that empire name, it's just synonymous with literally good times, isn't it? It is pretty much. Yep. <laughs> He's definitely got some good heels there for some mountain bike jumps. Yeah. So yep. Nice and open. And it's just, it's just a, a clean slate. It's literally just ready to go. Make what you want. Ready to get yep. myself caught up in some bunting, eh? Yeah, all about that, eh? <laughs> Throw an e-bike into a dam or something, we're, we're laughing. <laughs> you don't get electrocuted. <laughs> Dance waterproof, mate, to uh, whatever standards they are. We're good. I did read that. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what that translates to. How many metres waterproof is it? Yeah, yeah. Not the deepest dam. A creek. Uh, Creechy, you got anything particular to ask? Well, obviously, we're a little bit... Um, uh, crippled here with our technology. Hey, Floppy, it's Creechy. 
How you going, mate? Good, yeah. Amazing bit of um, little bit under the weather. I'm not sure what it is. I've, I've got accelerated baldness. I put on about 15 kilos, and my back hair's growing out. <laughs> I've got the same thing. All overnight, eh? Yeah. Yeah, you got proper Kroner and I've got the other one. Jeez. Yeah, no, it's um, – I just wanted to say it's awesome uh, what you're doing uh, with the boys and that. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, I see your little fella ripping around and carrying on like a pork chop. And, um, yeah, I hope uh, – yeah, my young fella likes to ride bikes and – we can leave those two at it and then me and you can go out and have some fun and, yeah, it just looks awesome. Like, yeah, it's just going to be so much fun to get down there for, yeah, like the weekend and, yeah, and then hopefully we can carry on like pork chops, eh? <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man. It's a, I'm in it for exactly the same reasons as you are, you know, that I'm nothing better than watching a young fella on his bike and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, that's awesome. Lee. Nah, all good, mate. Nice. All right, I'll pass you just back lucky. to. Hey, just lucky we picked. Just we're just lucky we in this spot, and um, yeah, we can can carry on with it hopefully, and yeah, share it with everyone. Yeah, well, WA is a beautiful place, isn't it? It is. Yeah, Especially down this way. Yeah. All right, I'll pass you back to Baker. Cheers, mate. Yeah, sounds like the uh, the old Corona done a number on you. Hair loss and fifteen kilos. That's uh. <laughs> Unbelievable! That's uh, <laughs> sorry to hear about that, mate. That's, that's quite unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just when you thought thought you heard all the symptoms, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, my dick chunk three inches too, but uh, spit you on, eh? Devastating. I still got standing left. Yes. <laughs> oh shit! All right, floppy mate, we're gonna love you and leave you. We'll we'll, uh, we'll soldier on. We're a little bit crippled here with our technology. We're holding a phone to a microphone here. Um, not on that jiu-jitsu program yet. No, no, we uh, yeah, we don't quite have that Brazilian jiu-jitsu backing just yet. Yeah. But um, the only thing we wrestle is mic leads here. But uh, <laughs> nah, all right, mate. Well, thank you so much for jumping on board and having a chat. Um, man, we're super excited about things to come and, yeah, to see what you guys produce over the socials in the next few months with uh, this release that's going on in Europe, wherever it is. Yeah. Spain. 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 Yeah, fantastic, mate. All right, well, you rest up, buddy, and, uh, yeah, try and uh, get that hair back. <laughs> Legend, mate. Thank you. See you, mate. See you, King. Yeah, sorry about the, uh, the old... Um, <laughs> Oh, iPhone technology there, not too sure what went on <laughs> with that. But, yeah, he sounds like a legend, eh? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, loves it. It's it's all the passion. And, and that's the kind of, that's how he rocked up to Brisbane for the meeting, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, but the things that stormed through the door, yeah, right? I didn't know he had COVID already, gee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucky they didn't test him on yeah. the flight. <laughs> the, the things that he's done for the, for the sport and a lot of people in the sport and WA motocross especially that people would never even know is quite incredible and even with yourself yeah and sport meaning right back to early days with me he was yep. he was just always so passionate it's, you know the guy that says oh you got this or, you know might not give it a crack himself but would just give you that little um, bit of a nudge to yeah, get you yep. over and, yep. and that's what I needed a lot of when I was in, in everything just might be a bit on the fence or believe something could happen but then 
you just like, oh yeah, you know, give you that give vote of confidence to get the yeah, job done, type he, thing. Yeah, helped me out a lot early days with making things happen and yeah, driving over east and just being involved with everything. He's always been willing to lend a hand and and help out. So. Cheers again. Lucky he's not here. He'd be tearing up by now, but... <laughs> Cutting onions. Yeah. Hang, on hang on that phone guy. That's another <laughs> symptom. <laughs> yeah. oh, bloody eyes are watering. Uh, yeah, no, good man, good, passionate guy to to be a part of it. So, yeah, yeah certainly stoked he got us all together. Yeah, fuck yeah. Sounds um like four genuine blokes, you know, getting amongst it. So, um, yeah, exciting times ahead. Blair, I'd like to hear your thoughts on uh, what you reckon the... This weapon will go like at uh, Cow Desert Race or Fink or something like that. How do you think it'll go? <laughs> well, the field stops will be real quick. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Nah. Um. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how long the batteries in that last four. It'd be cool if they last. You know, like to get to Fink and back or yeah, Kalgoorlie. Yeah, that'll be. I mean, fuck. Just even getting the start will be the will be the go. You know, you don't have to click gears. You just off you go. Yeah. Yeah, no big tank, no, not carrying an extra 10 litres of fuel with you. And, yeah, no, it'd be, it'd be cool. It'd be a, a bit lighter, obviously a lot faster as well. I mean, do they know what the top speeds are on them things yet? Oh, we, uh, nah. no, I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. So just be guessing. 69 miles an hour, yeah. But with that power, you'd be able to Gear take up. a few teeth off the rear sprocket. and Yeah, yeah, and off you go, yeah. I've had about a thousand calls from Regan Smith and Nathan Bell about getting one up, for, getting one to think. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon I could make it there and back? We're about to find out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it'd be interesting. Yeah. And the whole batteries is another thing where, you know, we can't see too much from the photos at the moment, but I'm sure it's not too complicated to change a battery. So like, it'd be really nice for a battery to be able to, you know, just pull a pin and sort of drop out. Yeah. That, yeah. Unclick it. Same as a, you know, if you can if you can have a spare battery or two on board and then just charge one in the while you're racing, how cool yeah, would that be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to be heavy though. Then that's what the main part is, and that's what the heavy part is on the on the bike is the battery. Yeah, but yeah, we'll guess we'll see when it gets here. Or just just run a long ass extension cord. We'll have you on one in no time. <laughs> well, I'm sure we could just um, run a few wires in there and have a. Battery backpack. Yeah, <laughs> just big solar just panels like sitting on your back, you. eh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. People put electrolytes in, you've just got electric. Just, just. Um, well, I mean, like the, the Levos, they've got the booster packs and stuff like that now. Yeah, range extenders, yeah. Range extenders, yeah. yeah. And only I'm one sure. bolt. One bolt to drop that out. Yeah. You know, so. so I'm sure this will, you know, and, you know, it's very early days. It's, you know, initial release and stuff like that, there might be a desert stark bug, you know, like who knows? Yeah, and there's probably quite a, a small percentage of the whole motorcycling community, community that well, actually need to be able to ride. It would be an extremely small one, yeah. Half or six hours flat out. But, yeah, so I think for the majority of people, 80 horsepower, you probably can't hang on to for a, a full tank of fuel. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll be working on stuff anyway. So you reckon something like that, especially for freestyle and stuff, you reckon that'll be a big advantage? It's. I know you touched on it earlier about um, not hearing the noise and that, but with that talk off the ramp, with that, uh, the more look. Are you scared? That's no. I'm. It's. I'm. I'm, ex- I'm scared that everyone's going to get one before me and and might have an advantage. Did you put your de- deposit down? 
I haven't yet. <laughs> no, I'll, be ta- I'll be taking the. <laughs> we get. We've taken it for you, Josh. Don't worry. <laughs> we've got we've got two demo bikes coming, and <laughs> no, it. I just the more I think of it, the the potential of it is is amazing. So a few guys can say a double flip is one thing. So a back flip's easy. A double flip, you need to use a, yeah, timing. No dramas, yeah. Timing, you need a bit of power. Like triple flip, you know, we've obviously thought about that and um, like. It, it, say for a double flip, I've got to hit in second gear, get the gear right, and I kind of you need the power. If you've lost, if you're at altitude and you don't have the power, you, it's pretty hard to to do it. But like that, it's got the torque and the power ready to go. And I think, wow, what? You know, maybe I've done a triple flip off a ten and a half meter tall takeoff ramp. I thought, you know, if if it's, if it's got more power, if the mass is more centralized, surely I'd be able to rotate off a smaller. Someone, or <laughs> surely it's possible off a smaller ramp. But for, then what, for? another aspect is, no, 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 just, just smaller. Oh, I was just about to say, you've Four, not come about that. Sure. Oh, ridiculous. I've got a, parachute. a heart attack. <laughs> Out of the back of a plane with my parachute on the back, for yeah. sure. Four yeah, or five. No dramas, but another part of it is, so it's got the torque, which helps power, which is necessary. But when I did my triple, so double flip, I'll do it in second gear. Triple flip was in third gear, but it was towards the end of third gear. And one major thing that we need when we're rotating is the rotating mass of the rear wheel. So when you're in the air, snowmobiles even more so, but the more rotating mass that helps or, you know, it's, it helps or slows you down in the flip. So if you're revving it up, say back wheel is about eight kilo. <clears throat> if you're in third gear, you leave the ramp and you twist the throttle, full throttle, hit the rev limiter, it's trying to rotate that wheel one way, so counter reaction is it wants to flip you the other way. So if you're essentially jumping in um, like with the torque of third gear, but with the rear wheel spin speed of fifth gear, you've got twice as much gyros to work with to rev the wheel while you're in the air. So you don't have the gears to worry about. It's just yeah, long, so and so that's yeah to to make it clearer. That's how a snowmobile can flip. So a snowmobile's twice as heavy as a, a motorbike but because of the tracks and everything that drives in the rear end is so heavy and there's no limitation so they run a you know uvt ultimate ultimately variable yeah constant variable yeah so there's there's no limitation until you get to your rev limiter but basically it's just you take off the ramp and then you rev it up and the effort that it takes to spin that tracks rotates you backwards so <laughs> If it, Sounds if it, easy, eh? Yeah, it's just like the more you think about it, <laughs> you could just whack a steel sprocket on the back, you know, a few wheel weights on there. Oh, man. <laughs> Throw you back even quicker. Yeah, that would be the biggest thing, eh? Like for you, obviously, um, in a few years, you'll be probably riding one at a very high level. Um, Someone will be anyway. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, I might. You're retiring. Sort of- Oh, no, business bike show. I'll be host, eh? I just don't know how high that level will be. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. whips—that's another thing. Because when the when the front end's down, you want to rev it up to bring it, try yeah. and spin that wheel, and it brings your front end up. But imagine if you—it's like jumping in fifth gear. It's like it makes your bike move so much more when you're in a higher gear. So it's hard to think that McNeil and yeah. Hodges, those guys, can do even bigger whips. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. That's that's a wild thought. That's a dangerous thought. 
Um, yeah, no, nah, it's it's definitely exciting because it just opens up such a range of possibilities, and there's just going to be things that you don't even know that it's going to aid with until people start riding them and realise that oh, hang on a fucking second, you know, like we're on here, you know. I, I can just see like the hard enduro stuff, it like climbing and things like that. I can just see it being really beneficial for. You know, you don't have to worry about gears, stalling, stuff like that. Yeah. Extended swing arms. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No no two-wheel two, um, two drive motorcycles anymore. We've got the Starks. But, like, we, some of the trail riding that we were able to do, you know, down in that southwest region just now, just out from where Josh lives, is unbelievable, you know. So it's probably the best train ever to ever, to ever test them on, you know. So yeah. we'll yep. soon find out very quickly. Well, I'll be guaranteed to test that one lever that's on them's durability. <laughs> yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, lads, what have we missed? What What else have you got to 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 spruik for us? No, we're we're anticipating this as much as anyone. I think it's we're all excited, but because it's new, the company, the factory, everything is new and. It's just there's just not enough information out there. But in a few weeks' time, when uh, all these boys come out with all their stories, I reckon we'll get even more excited. We just we just can't get our hands on one quick enough. We're I definitely think there's excited. enough out there already to be extremely excited about it. Mm. Um, to be, I mean, like you said, the, the test riders that are throwing these things around, like you know, and and the information we have got our hands on, the numbers that are coming out of these things, and. The fact that there are bikes produced, people are right there, right now in Spain, riding these things and testing these things, and we're we're literally just weeks away from these vlogs and all this stuff that's about to come out. Vlogs or vlogs? Vlogs and vlogs and vlogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of BJJ vlogs and vlogs. <laughs> but um, yeah, nah, I think I think we're definitely uh, we're on for a cracker here, and it's man, get all I can say is get your pre-orders in because I reckon once once this shit. Yeah, once this shit goes bang, you're you're in strife. You're you're not going to get your hands on one because, I mean, it's hard hard enough in this COVID bloody era that we live in. You know, losing hair and gaining weight, <laughs> get, getting hold of things that have already been produced for the last ten years. Yeah. You know, uh, yet alone something that's new. So, get your pre-orders in, uh, lock it in, get on board, and jump on board the Empire train because this shit's about to go off. I reckon. Um, so what do we just keep following the, the the socials, the Empire Motorcycle socials? Yeah, that'll be the most up to date information yep. for sure. Um, any queries, it, it, questions, yeah. anything like that? Just slide straight into your DMs. Is that what we're looking for? Yeah, you can email us or the phone. Email, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, DMs. That's the second option. Cool. <laughs> Either I was or. looking for the CD route, eh? But that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Just logging on Snapchat, eh? Shows your electric rod. Um, anything else? Anything else we, we need to cover? Any queries, questions? I don't think at the moment. I think at, at the moment with this embargo, which is going on, so like as Josh touched base on earlier, some very, very exciting times are just around the corner, so keep your eyes peeled and we'll be at most of the motorcycle, all, all the motocross events from here on out. Definitely keep your eyes peeled because you won't be able to hear too much. Nah. Yeah. You, can you hear that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's coming, that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a skyline outside. Yeah. V6 corner of ripping up wet laps, eh? Just yeah. single pegs for days. Yeah. yeah, we've been joking about uh, slogans like, the future's coming, you just can't hear it yet. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, it's... Stark it up, Mark. The future's coming, it's about to stark. 
<laughs> and I reckon that's about a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, before we wrap this up, guys, um, give us your best Anton pose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you do something different? No, no. Yeah. yeah, it's just all year at the same time. Just that, that head tilt. It's a, it's a, it's the action, eh? And then you got to... Uh, it's an extra skill when you can just hold the mic. In yeah, hold the mic like that, eh? That's how I'm going to drink beers from now on, eh? Um, anyway, I reckon uh, we've just about covered enough to get people a little bit uh, interested in this thing. Um, yeah, if you're on the fence, just <laughs> wait out. I'm, I'm so excited for the videos and tests to come out soon. So Yeah, it, it's going to be very, very exciting. And, and all I can say is get your pre-orders in before then because when it drops, holy dooly, we're on. Mm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, if you're not excited now, watching the videos will certainly throw some fuel on the fire because you won't be using the fuel anywhere else. We've <laughs> 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 waiting all week for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. He's had that little, like, that little palm note. In his hand all night, just waiting to fire that out. Josh is actually uh, manufacturing brake lights for the back of his helmet as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, guys. I reckon that's a wrap. We'll, um, yeah. We'll thank you so much for joining us. No, and thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Yeah. When yeah. you when Thanks, you guys boys. first release this, I was, you know, I'm in the loop with you a lot, Longy, and I even I was like, ooh, what's going on here? You know. So uh, I think just getting this potty out there and um, answering a few questions and probably even asking a few more. Raising a few more, in, you know, a bit of intrigue there. Um, yeah. So any any queries, questions, anything like that, just go Empire Motorcycles, find them on the socials, email them, whatever. Um, and, yeah, just get those pre-orders in because this shit's about to go. So, um, yeah, get amongst it. Sheeny, yeah, it's just a whole heap of chain slap, eh? Uh, Sheeny will uh, obviously have you back in for the Josh Sheen podcast, which will be in a few months when you're back from your next trip. Yep. Too easy. Looking forward to it. Locked in. You've heard that. There you go. It's done. <laughs> Fantastic. That's what we wanted. <coughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. No dramas, champ. <laughs> um, yeah. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks boys. Nice. Cheers, guys. Peace.